Breaking news, Manscaped now sells beard products. They got the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code OPIE at manscaped.com. Oh, we're going to get a, we're definitely going to get a sunrise today here in Manhattan. Are we early? Oh, damn, I went early this morning. Getting up at 5.15 and twiddling my damn thumbs. I'm like, I might as well just turn the, the live stream on and wake up in front of everybody. This stupid insomnia is getting the best of me. And everyone's got uh, everyone's got a trick. You got to work out a couple hours before you go to bed. You got to smoke a doobie, oh. You got to have a couple drinks. Why don't you do a shot of bourbon? I got an idea. Why don't you take some Benadryl? Oh, my God. Good morning and uh, and cheers. Cheers to you and yours. Get a real job. Isn't it the goal of every single human being walking the face of Earth to not have to work? Why would I get a real job, Mike? That's just stupid. My daddy taught me a long time ago. He goes, oh, well, he didn't call me. Oh, he called me Greg. He goes, yo, Greg, find something you really like doing because you're going to have to do it for a very, very long time. And that was the secret of life and the best lesson my dad gave me many, many years ago. So with that, I found broadcasting and at this point, live streaming. And uh, I don't think I've ever worked a day in my life. I'm trying to think I've ever worked a day in my life. Well, maybe when I had to wash dishes uh, at a restaurant at the Walt Whitman Mall. That restaurant's long gone. I was attempt to hire. Thank God they didn't hire me. And my boss was, um, well, let's just put it this way, a kid that was the exact same age as me, but he was a little on the slow side. And he was my boss. I came from a time you could question things. Now you can't question anything. I mean, I still question things, but it gets you in more trouble than it used to. I went to the guy that set this whole thing up when I went to the Walt Whitman Mall restaurant to wash dishes with this guy that was the same age as me. That was a bit on the slow side. There used to be other words for that, but those words are long gone. (laughs) And I questioned it and I said, wait, he's my boss? And the guy got mad and goes, yes, he's your boss. I don't know what the hell was going on there because, uh, look, I understand that some people that are a bit on the slow side could absolutely do some amazing things. But with this particular case, um, not so much. Yeah, maybe that was a day I actually had to work. And I remember the day ended with putting a lot of uh, (laughs) a lot of dishes. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. And my boss for the day. He was all for it, so in the end, I kind of liked the guy. The the dishes were piling up to a point that we just started throwing them in the garbage. Um, I go, wow, I like how you manage. I'm all about how you manage this job, so cheers. Cheers to that guy. I wonder what he's doing nowadays. Sneeze coming. Oh! That's how I sneeze. Enjoy it. And hope that I don't uh, catch a cold because you'll hear that a lot. The Ric Flair sneeze. Yes, Max. Cheers. What's up, Max? How are you, brother? Um, People are still, like, uh, breaking down the Kyrie Irving trade. And poor LeBron James, who's going to set the all-time scoring record, I think. I think tonight, right? All he needs is uh, 36 points. He tweeted, maybe it's me. (laughs) 
wrote to uh, I wrote to LeBron and I said I can relate. Maybe it's me. He really wanted Kyrie Irving on the Lakers, and I love the Nets owner. He knew that Kyrie Irving wanted to go to the Lakers, and he said, "Nope. I oh, I'll trade you. I'll trade you, but I ain't trading you to the Lakers." I I love that because he finally had it with this Kyrie Irving. So he goes down to Dallas to play with uh, Luka Doncic. The fact is, Kyrie Irving is one of uh, the best players in the NBA. There, there's no, there's no denying that he has his skill set is insane. He's like a, he's like a, a magician on that basketball court. He's got moves like uh, Pistol Pete Maravich used to have. Um, but he's a head case, and he can't help himself. He behaved for a few weeks because he knew he wanted to get traded, but he had to show the world, look, I've changed. Now he's going to be the Dallas Mavericks headache, and who knows how long it'll last before he he pulls some of his garbage. And here's the interesting fact about that whole trade. I've met Mark Cuban. He's a really cool guy. He, he treated me and my brothers to a, a night I'll never forget uh, when we were doing radio down there in Dallas. Um Fucking Pugs, man. Pugs is awesome. He's still around. He's still uh, He still writes me from time to time. Pugs embraced me. He was very, very cool. And we went down to Dallas for something. I forget. Oh, I know. This had nothing to do with radio. My brothers wanted to go to Dealey Plaza. They're big JFK uh, uh, conspiracy buffs. So it was me and my two brothers. We went to uh, Dallas. We had a little brother's trip. And then I looked up Pugs. And Pugs like set us up for... Tickets for a Dallas Mavericks game. And I'll, I'll tweet out the pictures again. I tweet them out every once in a while. But Mark Cuban was a fan of Opie and Anthony when we were on in Dallas. He came on our show a couple times over the years when he was in New York. But he, he found out I was in Dallas. Pugs got me the tickets. And and all of a sudden, like, we're, we're sitting, like, kind of in a skybox, all set up nice. We got beers and food coming. We don't have to pay for shit. And all of a sudden, Mark Cuban's like, Opie. I'm like, Mark. And he gave us a tour of the facility uh, in Dallas. And at the time, he uh, he had the state-of-the-art uh, uh, locker rooms and stuff. He really took care of his players. And I, I assume he still does that to this day. Uh, really, really good guy. Definitely uh, ego-driven. Um, you know, not the worst thing in the world. Ego uh, Being ego-driven will lead you to some decent money, a decent career, and shitty friends. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> that one was for me. This is the interesting part about the uh, Kyrie Irving trade, and I don't know if people are talking about it, but Kyrie, Mark Cuban is not Cuban. He's Jewish. So good luck with that which makes it a little weird with some of the things that Kyrie Irving has been saying and doing in the, in the, in the last uh, bunch of months. So uh, that trade will just end in disaster. He will be fine in Texas. Vincent Scaramuzzo says, says no state income tax, no lockdowns, no mandates. Oh yeah. He'll love all that. I don't mind a, a mask every once in a while. Vincent Scaramuzzo. <laughs> I don't mind a mask. We've been wearing masks a little more lately. I didn't wear it at the water park, though, uh, over the weekend. I thought that would be um, kind of tough to do in the in the wave pool. So I didn't wear the mask in uh, the giant wave pool. We went over that, but uh, we went to an indoor water park over the weekend for my nephew and niece's uh, birthday. They came up, and uh, they went to the Dream Mall, which is across the Hudson River, and they got indoor skiing. 
They got a giant roller rink. They got a giant amusement park in a space. I'm, the space is big, but it's not Disney World or anything like that. And the technology is such that the rides are all intertwined. So you're in roller coasters flying by other rides really close because they figured out how to put it all together like a puzzle over there. Um, and then they got a, I mean, a giant, giant water park with a giant lazy river and uh, I, honestly more like water slides that I could count. And then an area that is just ch giant and huge that has a uh, wave pool. It's under a dome so you could get all the natural sunlight coming in. And while everyone else was freezing in New York City with like, uh, I don't know, that Arctic blast, we were indoors uh, enjoying um, a day at a water park. And, and uh, man, it was awesome. I'm not a germaphobe. I was expecting to be walking on a slimy floor from slide to slide. I was expecting a film to be on the, on the surface of the water. And none of that uh, was happening. And I, and I learned that the reason why was because, you know, because it's indoors, no one had to put suntan lotion on. That's why you see that film across everything when you're at a water park, because everyone is sun lotioning uh, their asses off. And it makes a film on, on the surface of the water. My kid loves those places, but man, they gross me out. No, I, this one was, it was good. And the water was, uh, I think it was salt water, which I think makes a difference. Oh, you're a germaphobe. You would always tell people who are sick in studio to stay away from you on the radio. No. That, when you do a, a radio show, there are people coming in every single day, multiple guests. And um, I don't know. I don't know if you know this kid. A. Well, he can't hear this because he's gone. But that's how you get sick when someone comes in close contact to you that is sick. And I would easily get colds and I didn't want to be like, uh, you know, sick. So there, there were days people would come in and they would be obviously sick and have a cold or whatnot. And I would say, yeah, stay away from me. Just like anybody else out there. Nothing worse when you go to your favorite establishment I uh, think maybe like a bagel place. Uh, well, I told the story about the bagel place where I threw the bagels in the garbage because <sighs> my friend out, out east, we went fishing. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll say this again because it, it's it, it came up today. But he's like, man, on, on the way home, you got to check out this bagel place. It's absolutely amazing. And it, it doesn't really have a line because no one really knows about it. Bagels are just as good as blank. Another place where people go out east where the lines are out the door. And the bagels are twice as expensive. He goes, I'm telling you, these bagels are really, really good. Get some on the way home from the fishing. And it was good to see you. It sucks that we only caught some sea robins. But next Sunday, we'll, we'll finally catch a striped bass on my boat. I'm like, all right, well, I'll see you next Sunday. And I went to the bagel place. I got it all excited. Got some, uh, I, I do the everything bagels. Sometimes with some uh, salmon, some salmon and capers and a little tomato on there with some cream cheese. That's how I like my bagel. And I got the bagels and the lady who was grabbing my credit card was sneezing and going like this, wiping her nose like this. She was making my bagels and now she's like, that'll be whatever it was. So I hand over my credit card like this, like, oh, no. And then I'm debating, right? And this was uh, closer to the COVID years. 
than, than uh, we are today. And she's sneezing and hacking. There was a couple of coughs going on and a couple more of these as she's waiting for the thing. And she hands me back the credit card. I, I, I grabbed my own credit card like this, like this, the corner. I was like, yeah, I was like scrunching my shoulders. Like I went like this to her. And I grabbed my credit card by, by, by the corner. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, shit. And I, I had a sweatshirt or something on. I was able to get it into my sweatshirt pocket. And then I'm debating because I'm hungry. The bagels are supposed to be good. But then the vision of the sneezing and the coughing and the like that came into view again as I was heading towards uh, my car. And I just went, boom, and threw the whole damn thing in the garbage. Then sanitized the shit out of everything when I got back in my car. Took the credit card out of my out of my sweatshirt like this. And just was like back and forth with the sanitizer, just giving it a freaking bath. So even though I blocked that idiot, because it was obvious by his comments that he was revving up. These guys rev up. They start slow. He was revving up. Yeah, I'm like anyone else. I just don't want to get sick. So yeah, if someone's around you that is sick, I get kind of mad. Did you get the Fauci ouchie? I sure did, sir. Are you okay with that? <laughs> okay, I got breaking news. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right there. Once again, revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. I'm sure they don't want me telling you this, but for the longest time, I said their razors were so good that I was actually using the razor for down below on my face. And finally, they now got a razor for the beard. Manscaped.com. Use the promo code Opie, O-P-I-E, for 20% off and free shipping. All right, what do you get here with the beard hedger? First off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard. So that means no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. That's right. Face grooming doesn't need to be hard. You get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard. That's huge. Of course, it's waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The titanium-coated T-blade is tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. They also offer beard shampoo and conditioners. Also in the kit, beard oil. Ooh, nice. An essential piece for your main facial accessory. Of course, the oil relieves dryness both on the beard and the skin beneath while adding a little shimmer and shine, making you look extra fine. Cap off the kit with the beard balm, which obviously helps shape and style and moisturize and tame that thing. The Pro Beard Kit also comes with three free gifts. Manscaped always taking care of you. That would be a beard brush, a comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. All right, check it out for yourself. Manscaped.com. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code Opie at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Just use the promo code Opie, O-P-I-E. Manscaped, beard hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. Check it out. Did the lifeguards make you put a shirt on? Man, I explained that yesterday. First of all, 
my body's all right, but it's not it's not ready for summer. You know, got a little lazy the last couple months. I got a I'm in the middle of doing a whole bunch of push-ups to tighten things up. Haha, ha, you're the loony. Oh, come on. Oh boy, am I a loony, Big Mama Prods. I am fucking nuts. Shut up. I said it that when I went to the water park, my thing was, man, I'm I'm keeping a goddamn shirt on. This body ain't ready for 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 these people. <laughs> and then and then uh, I did this rap yesterday, but who cares? It's probably uh, different people. But then um, then I looked around at this indoor water park, which unfortunately my brother says uh, it might go away because it looks like they're heading toward bankruptcy. And I'm like, of course it is. We can't have anything nice in America. They build these kind of crazy things in Dubai. They're building just absolutely amazing things over there because I think they get cheap labor, to be totally honest with you, so things uh, don't cost as much. But this Dream Mall is is spectacular. It is amazing. I was going to keep my shirt on, and uh, all of a sudden I looked around, and I saw some giant, some giant bikinis. Lizzo made it okay for a lot of women to just live their true selves. Oh, society for the longest time told me I shouldn't be wearing a bikini. But now because of that, it's about damn time, lady. I can live my true self. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear that bikini to the water park. Uh, ma'am, that's our curtains. <laughs> the bikini's over here. God bless uh, people that are uh, comfortable with their bodies. God bless. Because, man, if I gain a pound, like, I'd go into a panic attack. But, man, there are people out there like, I look good. And like I said yesterday, these I've never seen bigger bikinis in my life. So then I'm like, God, what was I worried about? Took my damn shirt off and went into the wave pool with everybody else. Hell yeah, I did. And like I said yesterday, some of these bikinis were so big, tigers could jump through them at the circus. Oh, that's right. We don't do circuses anymore. They decided that's a bad thing. I mean, I was not a fan of the circus, for sure. And I heard about some of the things with the animals. I understand that. But what what is weird is I, I guarantee if you, if you pulled the people in America... Most people would still be fine with circuses, but it's always the minority that gets things done. And that's why we don't have circuses anymore. They're like, oh, no, we can't do this. Oh, oh no, we can't do this anymore. This is not okay. And we took care of the spy balloon. Trying to think what else is in the headlines. I heard Peyton uh, Manning wrote a letter to Tom Brady longhand (laughs) on his retirement. Because I guess those guys had some battles over the years. You know, there was a there was a Peyton versus uh, Tom Brady thing for many, many years. So you can just tell that Peyton Manning's a good guy. Whoever had to make the helmets for uh, Peyton Manning when he was playing in the NFL was probably very relieved when Peyton Manning announced his retirement a few years back. But Peyton Manning's like, you know, I can't, I can't just, I can't just write a text to Tom Brady. This isn't good enough by just giving them a quick phone call. So he wrote a long form letter to Tom Brady. Dear Thomas, 
God, he might be the last person in America that knows how to write a letter. When was the last time you actually sat down, right, and wrote, wrote something out? When was the last time and what was it for? That's the question today. Because even when I'm like, uh, you know, writing thought starters for a live stream or a podcast or what have you, uh, it's all just block print. It's quick little uh, one line. Talk about this. Talk about Peyton Manning writing a letter to Tom. But I couldn't tell you the last time I actually took pen to paper and wrote out something and then signed it. We don't even sign things anymore. We're kind of signing shit online. So our, our signatures are slowly going away. Kids that are living today, like my son's age, my daughter's age, they'll, they'll never have a real signature. Why would they have a real signature? Because most of the time, you know, someone is shoving a tablet in front of our face, sign here, and you're taking your stupid, dumb finger, and I got stubby, stupid fucking fingers, and I'm writing my name. That's my signature now. And back in school, they would pretty much hit your hands if, you were, if your penmanship was crappy. And little do they know, you fast forward a few decades, and this is how we're uh, using that practice at school with our big stupid finger and signing a tablet. Why not waste the time in school trying to have good penmanship so I could do this with my finger? Dumb. The other thing, LeBron James is going to set the all-time scoring record. And a lot of people are saying, is he the GOAT? I finally figured out the GOAT discussion. I don't think this is a take most, most uh, broadcasters will give you. Because right now, people are yelling and screaming, Michael Jordan's the GOAT, LeBron James is second. I, I mean, LeBron James is obviously in the top five, but you got other players in there that you got to consider, including Kobe Bryant, by the way. People conveniently try to push him down further and further. But in my opinion, Michael Jordan is the GOAT. LeBron James is trying to be the GOAT, but this is what it comes down to. First of all, Bill Russell had 11 championships in the NBA. Wouldn't he be considered the GOAT? But the problem is his name doesn't come up a lot unless you're a real old timer because no one saw him play. The people alive today did not see him play. He died recently. He was, he was something like 85 years old. So he was retired for something like, 40 to 45 years. So most people never saw Bill Russell play. So that's why when it comes to talking about the, the GOAT, they blow up Bill Russell because they never saw him play. And there's not a lot of footage because they weren't saving footage like they do nowadays. So the reason why Michael Jordan is still the GOAT is because there are still a lot of people that remember Michael Jordan actually playing. Although that's getting tough because I think Jordan's like 60 years old now. So... He retired about 20 years ago, let's say. So anyone from 30 to 35 years old all the way down to zero never really saw Jordan actually play. So that's the problem here. LeBron James is absolutely not the GOAT. Michael Jordan is still the GOAT. But I say this today, and no one's giving you this take. LeBron James will be considered the GOAT in another five to ten years. When more people are alive that never saw Michael Jordan play, but they saw LeBron James play. And that's how the whole GOAT discussion goes. It all depends on who you saw play. And there's still plenty of uh, people alive that saw Michael Jordan. 
Uh, and that's and that's how it goes. So LeBron's got to wait it out another five years, I would say, maybe a little longer, and then he will absolutely be considered the GOAT. Kobe had better shooting than Jordan. Yeah, I mean, Kobe was just – he was unbelievable, man. Kobe, you got to put in the top five, but that top five list is tough. There was a time everyone would have said that Kareem Ab- – there was a time – Long time ago, when I was growing up, that people considered Kareem Abdul-Jabbar the GOAT. But with time and the game changing, now you got seven-foot players that take the ball up the court and could shoot three-pointers. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar only had the skyhook. He was uh, not that good shooting a a regular shot. He was not that great from the free-throw line. So everyone gave him a pass because he was unstoppable uh, down low. But now you got seven foot centers on every single team that could actually bring the ball up and play guard and shoot three pointers. So that uh, antiquated Kareem Abdul Jabbar's play. And then he was pushed out of the GOAT uh, discussion many, many years ago at this point. Uh, Kobe was the Mamba. Yes. Yes. We just passed the anniversary of his uh, helicopter crash. Another guy that should have been alive, man. These helicopters going down in the fog. Ay, 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 Larry Bird, the white goat. Larry Bird. Larry Bird. The problem with Larry Bird, I think we're getting too inside for the people, but Larry Bird didn't play long enough. I mean, his injuries knocked him out of the game, I think, kind of early. I think he was only um, – help me out, Boston. How old was Larry Bird when he retired? <laughs> Wait, i got to go to Instagram. John Quartz. You probably put this up a long time ago. I, I, I haven't been looking up at my, my people on Instagram. I'm live for my subscribers. John Quartz, if you have to fold your bikini like a bedsheet, it's not a bikini. Jesus. It's about damn time. But Larry Bird, uh, he was one of the greatest players I ever saw play. I got to watch him play as well back in the day. Um, he was unbelievable, but. I think back injuries prevented him from being higher up on that list because he had to retire at a semi-early age. Man, I was watching the Grammys last night. Who the hell are all those people? And not that it matters, but I, at this point, I don't know. I don't know who who's who's a girl and who's a boy. It's insanity. <laughs> and they just wear this shit proudly, man. And I'm scared to take my shirt off at a damn water park. But on the Grammys, man, they're wearing shit and they're just being proud. Proud of themselves and how they look. And I don't think there's truly anything wrong with that. I just want to be able to make a little fun like anybody else. Just make a little fun, right? Hell yeah.